All right, well, I want us to think this morning. I want us to reflect upon some scriptures. It comes out of Romans. It's actually a condemnation passage. It's not even a passage about thanksgiving. What? Why are you going to share that with us, George? What does that got to do with thanksgiving? Actually, it has everything to do with thanksgiving because it kind of tells you what happens when you stop giving thanks, when you stop acknowledging God. Because I want you to understand, you and I, we are supposed to give thanks. Now, there's a reason why. It's kind of like, you know, you're supposed to drink water, right? You ever tried to go a long period of time, like weeks, without drinking water? What happens to you? You die, right? Okay. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. It is like drinking water. Giving thanks is exactly like giving drinking water. Because if you quit giving thanks, you spiritually die. Literally. What do you mean? Well, when you quit giving thanks, you quit acknowledging God in your life and your dependence upon God. And there's a downward spiral that happens. So let me just share with you what it says. We're going to be in Romans chapter 1. It's a condemnation passage. It's actually a, a condemnation passage for all Gentiles. We're Gentiles, okay? It talks about people without Jesus, why they're going to hell. But here's why. Here's what happened in their life. Okay? Let me go ahead. We're going to start with verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness, all unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. And here's why. And then we'll start explaining what's going on here. Because what may be known of God was manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that were made, even his eternal power and the Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful. Did you catch that word? They did not glorify God as God, nor were they thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into the image made like corruptible men and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore God gave them over to uncleanness in the lusts of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Here's what's going on here, folks. Paul is kind of telling us what happens to all humanity because the reality is, is enough exists out there to tell us there's a God. Okay, so some of you guys, you've already been hunting. You've been hunting bear this weekend. Maybe you got one. Maybe you saw one. Maybe you just enjoyed being out there. Some of you this next weekend, you're going to be out hunting deer. And so you're going to be out there and you're going to be walking among something that just happened by chance, right? The trees, the different type of trees, the animals, 
the birds, that silly squirrel that won't be quiet while you're sitting there, right? God created all of that. Everything shows us that there's a God. But the problem is, is that all of us know that because even in our hearts, there's an understanding that there's a God. But what Paul says is that people no longer wanted to acknowledge him. They no longer gave him glory. They ceased to be, what? Thankful. And with that, they became futile in their thinking. Now, what does that mean? Listen, here's why it's so important for you and I to give thanks. Here's why it's like drinking water. The moment you and I quit giving thanks to God, the moment you and I stop acknowledging our need for him, we become futile in our own minds because at that point, we don't need God anymore. We just need who? Ourselves. And that's a pretty devastating trap, isn't it? To think that you yourself can handle life, right? How much has got to take place in life for you to realize you can't handle it? Would we all acknowledge we can't handle it? Some of you are like, I'm not sure. I think I can. No, no. Would we all acknowledge... You can't handle life, right? Stuff happens. It's crazy stuff happens. Stuff you never expected. Stuff nobody even thought of would happen and it happened to you. It reminds you what? You're not in control. Because we are control freaks, right? I'll admit that. But I'm not in control. And the moment I quit acknowledging that there is a God who's in control, and the moment that I quit being thankful to him, I become, the scripture says, futile in my thinking. And then here's what else happens. Because I become futile in my thinking, and I think that I'm it, and I quit giving thanks, and I think I'm it, I then begin to do whatever I want to do. And the problem is, is that I'm sinful. And when I begin to do whatever I want to do, I begin to what more? Sin more. I begin to destroy myself. And some people, they literally destroy themselves with drugs or alcohol. Some people destroy themselves with their job. Some people destroy themselves with other things. And they destroy their families around them. They destroy themselves. And that's what he's describing here. And God gives them over because they quit giving what? Thanks. You say, okay, George, that helps me to understand what's going on in the world. What has that got to do with us? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just going to be flat out honest with you. Some of you right now, you've expressed to me that you're struggling in your spiritual walk. God's not real to you. The desire for him is not the way it should be. And you're wondering, what's going on? What's going on? Well, you know, I was reading Oswald Chambers this morning, and he said, it's not that the relationship has changed. Something has got between you and him. Deal with it. I'm going to tell you right now, maybe the issue is, is you quit acknowledging him in your life. You've maybe quit being thankful. Well, you know, George, it's hard. You don't know what's going on. How can I be thankful? I already told you, God's not asking you to be thankful about your problem. Because no matter what's going wrong in your life, you still have who? 
Jesus and his love. And remember, he said, nothing can separate you from that, right? Nothing. You have Jesus. And the problem is, could it be that the spiritual doldrums that you're in, and that I find myself in sometimes, is because we quit giving thanks. We quit giving thanks. Right, George, so I need to be thankful. How do I remind myself? to be thankful. Well, that's what the table's for, isn't it? Jesus gave us the table so that we would remember what he did for us. Some of you gave testimony to that, that you're thankful for the salvation that Christ has given you. When we come to the table, we remember the body that was broken and the blood that was shed for us. So where do you start? You want to be thankful again? Here's what you do. When we come to the table and you have those quiet reflection moments, I think you just start out with something simple. Jesus, thank you for the bread, for your body that was broken for me. Jesus, thank you for the cup, for the blood that was shed that paid the price for my sin. Jesus, thank you for the new relationship that I have with you, that you initiated, that you gave me because of Jesus. Thank you. And you start there. Thank you that I have you, Lord. Everything else may not be going the way I think it should, but I have you. Because here's the thing, folks. When we cease to be thankful, we die Spiritually. Something to think about, right?